It's episode 165 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting in a beautiful boutique nursery called Planted. I know the majority of y'all listening know exactly where I'm talking about with the owner, Tina Terman. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. And Tina surprised me with tequila. I'm so freaking stoked right now. And on the way here, I was like, I don't have tequila. Oh, my God. Like like beating myself up about it. And lo and behold, she took care of it. You're amazing. Um, this shot is to you. <laughs> hey. Yes. Thank you. Oh, that's good. What is this? 1824. That was delicious. It is. It's actually really good. I got it for Christmas um, from my boyfriend's brother. Okay. He yeah. He knows I love tequila and lucky for you. I'm a tequila girl too. I know. That's what <laughs> I'm like. That's like, that's the go-to. Just, just drink tequila. We're adults here. Agreed. What I was saying before air yeah. <laughs> was um, I was like in Houston and I used to like, I got to a point where I was just like sipping just tequila with like just a block of ice and I was loving it. Yes. And uh, it's funny that because you're one of the few that is like absolutely yes tequila because some people are like, oh no, like oh. tequila and I have bad memories. Oh, and... I've got bad memories with her. <laughs> Me too. Don't yeah, worry. I think we all do. But I think I tell people you just have to respect her. You just have to respect tequila. And that is a prime example. That's perfect. You know yes. why I say that? Because I didn't respect tequila mm -hmm. and um, it came out of my nose. Um, oh. That was the disrespect time. Yes. You know, I was young, dumb, yes. didn't know how to drink. I didn't even start drinking until I was like 22 years old. Oh, wow. And so like everybody would be like, take shots, take shots, you know? Yes. And I would just take shots and not know my limits. oh my gosh well but also you were you were of legal drinking age before you started drinking you're you are a unicorn i know and i also was like kind of spoiled in the sense of like because i could always buy my own alcohol honestly uh -huh. when i was drinking right um i never had to resort to like i mean i still hung out with all the party people back in the day i just didn't drink right so like i just remember being in high school and people having like dirty 30 packs you know what i mean and that is terrible <laughs> and i never had to go through that which i'm thankful for but yes. that's what i'm saying like i Always drink good stuff. Yes. But yeah, no, tequila did me real dirty when I was like 22 years old. Yeah. And it did take me a few years to get over that. But I'm so glad. Look at me now. Exactly. <laughs> look at you now here in Corpus Christi because you grew up in Houston. I did. Okay. So were you into growing things in Houston? Um, like what, what was it like growing up over there? Yeah. So I did split my time between Houston where my dad lived and uh, my mom moved up to Northeast Texas, which is kind of near Tyler, Texas. Okay. So I split my time between the two places. Um, wasn't super into plants. I did a lot of gardening with my great grandma, which is where most of my gardening kind of um, took off and understand just the basic understanding of like normal watering and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't really start getting into plants until I don't know, maybe seven, eight years ago. Um, and it started when I was working in property management. I was uh, in property management for 13 years before wow. I left. Yeah. And it all started with the landscaper putting, which this is uh, some plant term um, <laughs> for you, uh, putting a ficus alii um, in underneath a staircase with zero lighting in a parking garage staircase where like just nothing. It was terrible. I was like, why are I, I know better than that. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't go there. And he was like, oh, it'll make it a couple months. And I was like, it won't but a couple of months don't you want it to like thrive exactly indefinitely exactly weird i still have the ficus all the eye. do you where <laughs> yeah. at home yeah oh my it's gosh huge. it's like a tree tree now wow oh yeah it's really cool um but i did take it home and like i literally was going home like at maybe 10 leaves left and then like maybe by the time i got it home it maybe had five mm -hmm. but it was still alive it just was severely being <laughs> deprived so i took it home and it's a big tree now it's getting out of hand at this point but so that tree is eight plus years old oh yeah wow i mean you brought it back from the brink I brought it back and so after that i just started taking care of the plants at the business on my property um on my own and mm -hmm. just putting in the plants and if something got a little sad i would just take it home and that's how i, I have so many plants from that property still to this day that are like ugly and we went through a lot of growing pains together but i can't get rid of them like we're trying to buy a new house and um the the rule is that they have to get a greenhouse because i can't get rid of them and they need to go somewhere but they're not cute i mean you know 
they just they're not they've gone through so much like some of them have like really scrawny like stems and stuff but i mean like they mean something to me uh, yeah no this it's not about looks like this is about connection it's connection yeah for sure. that's and, hilarious yeah. but i also love that i love that you you do develop a, a connection with I these do. things i mean you nurtured them back to life i mean Literally. yeah but i guess once they get to a certain point where they're so deprived even though you're taking care of them they're still going to be kind of oh they're wonky looking. yeah i don't know if that's the word if that's a word that's that's what they look like yeah wonky. no um, i think i can picture it yeah um but um even like here like you said you make a connection with them um i started selling plants that are strictly grown by me tina by planted mm-hmm. um and it's kind of hard um i mean most of the plants here obviously i get from a, many many wholesale places and they all come from florida but um then i i take propagations and i make like a whole line of plants that i've been working on and i've been working on a lot of cool rare ones um, i don't think i realized that you were doing that no i haven't really i've only done uh i think two or three lines of rare pla- that plants that i've grown yes and they go really fast because i think people also like the idea that it was like grown by someone they knew for sure but it's kind of like I literally like want to shed a tear when they walk out the door because I'm like wow I've been through this with them for like six months yes <laughs> uh, yeah I mean you you literally raised them from babies from babies yeah I took them cut chopped them up myself yeah so <laughs> how do you determine when they're ready to be sold um based on I guess an, what I pictured them to look like um I mean I have a plant that's like over there in the corner that's real skimpy the blue I don't know they're stupid blues but um <laughs> I know when I said that could yep. be ridiculous um, <laughs> not at all no and I'm like I wish I knew the names I don't know the names I'm like so plant ignorant unfortunately oh it, hey that's I'm you got a friend. Yes. You got a friend that yes. helps you. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but carry on. <laughs> but I, um, like, those are real skimpy in the ones I'm growing. I've taken from the cuttings that myself, and they're really full. So I really want them long. Um, I also only offer them <laughs> to some of my um, interior scaping customers. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for instance, uh, Hybrid is going to get um, one of my rare plants that I'm not offering to anyone. Wow. Um, that I've been growing. They're really cool Baltic blue pothos. They're extremely easy. They're just super cool plants and they're just so hard to find. But mm-hmm. um, so I do offer them only to certain like uh, interior scaping, things like that. Because um, then I have the chance to go back and make sure they're okay. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Um, you'll do like wellness checks just to confirm everything's going well. I know. That's how I've been with some of the rare plants that have left. Even though I didn't take care of them, I was just, just kind of keep me updated. I want to know how they're doing. <laughs> but you're serious. It's not just like a parting words that you <laughs> no, say like please. you're dead serious. Please tell me how your plants are doing people. <laughs> but I love this. I can't help feeling or thinking of, you know, whenever you, you're about to see how nerdy I actually am. When you read, fantasy novels or something like that there's often a character who almost speaks to plants like just understands them and and has that kind of tie to them that that's what I'm getting from you yeah you're not just hawking plants no yeah I love them so I mean I'm not throwing shade but the um when I worked in Austin um I did my own company Plantinas which was just strictly in love that (laughs) that was a nickname given to me by a co-worker it's so good exactly oh my gosh and so I was like oh I'll just I'll almost name the store that but I was like I would I used to have to explain it to a lot of like older clientele like what I'm like my name is Tina. Plant Tina. <laughs> just always wear a name tag real big. Literally, Plant Tina's. Like, it was just like, it was always the thing. I was like, you know what? I want to make this. I almost called it just the plant shop because mm-hmm. like, I just wanted to be as direct and obvious. I still get people that are like, what is this? And I'm like, interesting. I did have somebody come in last week that were like, are these for sale? I'm like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Just are. for you to look. Price of admission is. <laughs> well, that's an that's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Um. Oh, yeah. So that owner, um, and I'm not throwing shade in any way, but he didn't know anything about plants. Oh, sorry. I went, I worked, end up working for um, a plant company in Austin that I became the COO of in Austin. Oh, my God. It was like a whole thing where, like, I was doing plantinas. Girl. And. <laughs> And I helped build a company up, which was really cool, which helped me. That's very cool. To do this. Yes. So that's a whole story in itself. Like, so I. That um, I would love to hear. Don't go. skimp on <laughs> words, please. Like I this. I mean, I'm you like, can't, oh. you can't just like, 
uh, what do you like laissez faire? Uh, I was a COO of a company, like no blase, blase, with like. details. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. So okay, so I was doing Plantinas, um, which is just interior scaping, taking care of office buildings. Um, and for people plants. who don't know what in, uh, to me, interior scaping sounds straightforward. But for people who don't know what it is, it is um, basically um, interior either design or interior me taking care of those plants, um, which I did both. So I could either um, go and install the right plants for the right spot, which is a, the biggest problem that people have is making sure you have the right plant in the right area Absolutely. to make sure it's alive and stays alive. Yeah. And then, um, or I would just come around and take care of them weekly, um, where I probably had, you know, 10 to 15 clients. Um, That's heck, a substantial client base. It was really nice. Um, I started uh, September before COVID. Um, so heck of a time to start a business, mm -hmm. uh, change your whole life career. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> and yet here you are. Yeah. It, things always, I know things work out how they're supposed to. They exactly. Do. That's exactly right. So I was doing the plant interior scaping, um, Plantinas and the owner of a company called desk plants came in and, um, he reached out to me and he was like, Hey, um, I know how much you're getting your plans for because I know like how either the nurseries do and when you do interior scaping, you don't buy plants like I do like here for the store from like Florida. There's wholesale companies you can either buy from or um, you go to the nurseries and you get like a landscaper discount. Mm -hmm. um, well, I feel like Austin might have more oh, readily available so stock. Many so many yeah. it was always available between mm -hmm. the nurseries and then just they have a wholesale provider out there and they have wholesale cactus and succulent providers um so it's very convenient and easy mm -hmm. to even like even if you wanted to be a really small shop in austin and you didn't want to buy wholesale like i do from a freight it comes in on a giant freight truck it comes in like i'm spending ten thousand dollars every time i get a drug delivery like it's wow. a lot um but even if you didn't want to do that you could just literally go to a wholesale provider um and just stock up on the plants you want for your week which would be a lot more convenient <laughs> <laughs> but you do pay more obviously they're like it's just another person that you're paying for your plants right um anyway so he knew that what i was paying realistically and he was like i need to get my costs down lower on my freight and so by me offering you, like we can split some of the freight, basically. We can split the deliveries, you know? And I was like, that's something to think about. Let me know what kind of pricing you're thinking. Mm -hmm. um, and he even, you know, was gonna be really cool about it and um, let me take the plants that I thought I might need, come back with like, hey, I only, only sold these, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which was really nice. Um, and then he was only on online plant store only, um, which was cool. Um, it was kind of like right when online plant shops were opening up, kind of just starting their thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I realized that you could do that, but even, but you even have a website though. Yeah, but I don't, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't do shipping. It's yeah. a headache in itself, and I was scarred in trauma, if anything, from the customers from there. <laughs> um, but so I'm just like, I'm not into doing the online shipping. It's just so much room for error. I mean, in USPS yes. or UPS, they just literally use the boxes as like footballs or it's something. Like insane. I didn't know what they would do with those boxes. Sometimes. Yeah, they would send me a picture of like what their plant looked like when it got there, and I was like, <laughs> like oh. it's smashed. Like your box is smashed. Like, That's so frustrating. Oh yeah. Um, so I um, so it was just an online plant store, and he was like, "Hey, I'm thinking of opening up a store. I uh, you want to meet me at my location, and we can talk." And I was like, "Sure." So I went up there. It was an empty store at the domain. Oh wow. Yeah, it was a really nice location. Yeah. Um, it was empty, and he was like, "So this is my goal." Blah blah blah. And I was like all right well that's cool and then i was like who do you have working who's gonna work for you here at the store have you figured it out and he's like yeah I just signed the lease today and he's like no i don't have anyone and i was like well <laughs> business is like you know i'm still starting out um i would love to get some extra work in i need some extra time you know i'm only working 10, 10 accounts a week is really not that many mm -hmm. when you think about it and um so that's why I started. I started just like helping him. And I literally did the storefront, helped him with the storefront, got it, everything set up. Um, the only thing I probably didn't do was have his POS system because he already had it. Yeah. Um, and then as I do with everything that I do in my life and take over stuff, um, just kind of took over not his business but like in a sense like well, you, were no, you don't want to do that you don't need to do this you don't need to do that like let's yeah. do this like and and the company grew so we you know the storefront did really well i hired a bunch of people we got the store going wow um then we started doing um whew, during covid i'm not gonna lie he really came through for us on um getting helping us get to the next level mm -hmm. of surviving during covid 
Um, by the way, I didn't have any time off during COVID because nurseries were allowed to work the whole time. Whoa. <laughs> you don't hear about that often because yeah, they nobody... weren't included in any of the... But you... Interesting. Yeah, so we had to work the whole time because yes. we had to keep our stuff alive. Yes. And then shipping was out of control. We were shipping thousands of plants a week. Really? It was wild. The it people was were stuck at home and wanted and to buy plants. <laughs> like, it was wild. And so honestly, I don't think I knew that. I became a borderline alcoholic um, during that time. because I think we, a lot of us did. I mean, we all did, you know? Yes. And we were just literally drinking at work because obviously the store was closed and we would just go up there every day. Um, hey, you got to cope in some way. Like, y'all were functioning, you and know? You see that time hop right now from like, what, three years ago? Oh is like gosh. all us drinking all the time. We're like, we, hey, we've all collectively been through some shit the I past few years. Vodka during during that time. Come on now. When was the last time you'd been drinking vodka? Years before that. Yeah, years. T- time to get adventurous, That's I what guess. I, did. I get bored drinking just tequila. Wild. <laughs> so, anyways, um, so we started um, doing stuff for like Apple and like just big Dell, like Dell and Microsoft, just big companies, and we would ship out miniature plants because everybody went home to work. So all we would, um, you know, uh, ask like send a bid to them, like, hey. You should send all of your employees a miniature snake plant, a miniature succulent, a that miniature is whatever genius. to send to their home office now, and they were all for it. That is genius. I mean, come on, we're in Austin, tech companies everywhere, they were just for it. And mm-hmm. the fact that we were like local, they just love that too. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, so did that for a long time. And, Girl, um, I mean, wow, because it sounds to me like you just have a natural affinity for business yeah that is yeah i'm a natural i I mean like and same with like the property management i had worked my way up multiple times to becoming like the property managers which um a lot of times people have like degrees and stuff like that where i never went to school Mm -hmm. um but i think like the common sense side of things i mean you have it yeah and i did work for um when i left houston that property was um, the most expensive uh, property at that time in Houston to live at. Um, and I had worked my way up, um, like, just, I've, I've kind of done the, I've, like I said, I take over in everything. So when I became a manager, really young, I, like, negotiated with my, my current d- district manager. I was like, look, so I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this, and you're going to give me the manager job. Yes. Um, and she was like, I can make that happen. I was like, okay, cool, bet. And I did it, you know? <laughs> and so, like, I kind of do that in every job that I do. Like, I used to just take over everything. So, like, when I became desperate, I'm like, all right, listen, you're going to do this, this, and this, and this, and then um, let's just bump me up to, like, <laughs> better pay and a better job title. And I mean, like, it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because I've done it everything. Well, and here's the thing. I think that that kind of personality that you have and that kind of leadership is valued tremendously from management because you're just giving them less to worry about. That's what I say. I wish somebody, hey Bryce, this is a message for you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's already stepped up so much. He's perfect. <laughs> so, but you seem to, I guess, enjoyed property management because you were doing it for 13 years. I did. I did. Um, it was very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I what does that it. entail necessarily? Is it like rental properties that you're managing or? So I managed everything at times from C properties to A plus properties. Um, so I became a manager first at a C minus property, to be honest. I was in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a story in itself. You were in Florida? Yeah. I didn't know you were uh, in Florida. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, not sorry. Well, you've but been all over though. Yeah. I think that that's really cool. It was cool. I took the job. Mm-hmm. I went over there to be the assistant manager. I was actually leaving from a leasing agent. Um, I'm a good salesperson. So I think that is what transfers over into that. Mm-hmm. And um, I went over there to be the manager uh, assistant. It was a whole thing about the manager, um, literally like letting, like taking people's money, letting people live in apartments. Um, didn't have any paperwork, any records. Oh God! Um, it's called squatting. Yeah, <laughs> they technically yeah. have rights. And- yes, I learned that recently. And this show, a show called like Roommate from Hell, that I'm all, what? Anyway, that's a whole thing too. That's a whole thing. So I didn't really know there was laws really back then. And I was like, uh, I would just like, I bossed, that's the manager that I was like, look, this, my district manager, she wasn't around. And I was like, this is what's happening here. I'm not going to sit there and bring this property from like 70 something to like 100% occupied and then let that manager come back. Because if she does something, I'm going to tell her no. And that's going to be awkward. Yep. Like, I want to have to do that. <laughs> but I'll do it. But I will do it. I'm like, you are not. That's actually not going to happen, you know. And that would be interesting. So that was a whole thing. Um, but I went there and then had never been an assistant manager. And I was assistant manager for a couple months by myself at a property. Funny story. They were trying to get me fired. 
It's like a whole thing. That's actually one of my favorite success stories of like me helping an employee or training an employee. Please tell me. I love hearing so people's cheesy. success stories. I don't care. I love success stories. It just, it, um, you know, I would say I was a lot more, um, what's the word? Um, believing in people. <laughs> like, Ooh, I felt yes. good about people. You, yeah, you had like the faith. Like I was still young. I was still young and dumb. A little naive. <laughs> a little young, dumb, dumb, naive. But it, it, it did work out in that situation. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, you know, I got there. I was the assistant manager. Actually, I had never been assistant manager before. And we were in the middle of switching programs from my, some of y'all may be too young. Do y'all know what DOS is from Microsoft DOS? Like the blue screen <laughs> on your, the old school computer screen. That's hilarious. Okay, so we worked on DOS. And we were switching from DOS to like a normal internet thing. And so they were like, oh, we're not even going to train you. Oh, wonderful. Um, okay, What cool. a different world. Yeah. And yeah, yes. And um, and so I got there and I was supposed to be with the manager for like two months before she left on maternity leave. Or sorry, uh, uh, a month before she left on maternity leave. And I got there and she went like on maternity leave because she had the baby early, um, like a week before I got there. So oh, I literally wow. got there and nobody was there. And I um, just started i came from a property that was ran by one manager for 13 years so i just we did things exactly the right way yep. i didn't know that people didn't do things the right way like mm -hmm. i just didn't i never heard of that uh i'm like you just you do an application you put a deposit you rent you prove you move in it's like pretty, you get money like, it's best like best management practices just normal procedure you know? yeah. yeah and that did not happen apparently <laughs> and there was so many people living there without any file i'll be like looking for files and i'll be like there's not a file in here anywhere. It's a tiny office. It's a small property, less than 200. Oh, I thought it was, I have a bag and it was from them. It's still, it was like Park Village Apartments. Anyways, um, <laughs> I thought that was it because it was blue back then. Anyways, and um, um, yeah, so I started like walking the units that were quote unquote ready. They weren't ready. And so like, I just was like, hey, here's a list of stuff to do to the manage, uh, maintenance. And long story, um, he hated everything I was doing it yep. obviously was shedding a light on things that were going wrong um they people never want to yeah they don't want somebody to come in and fix stuff because that means they have to put in more effort yeah and he was friends with the old own manager that was on maternity leave and thought that I was gunning for her job which in some aspects I was but really I wouldn't have been if I had walked in and that property was just ran normal. I just probably would have just stuck it out as the assistant sort of, I, don't know, I probably would have tried to take over. Yeah. Stuff, but you know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we could pretend like I was um, not. Um, and so they gunned it for my job and were trying to convince residents to call and complain on me. Um, and ironically, they like told everybody like the same day. So all these complaints that were silly got in on complained on me on the one day and my man, my district manager that was up in um uh, jacksonville a couple hours away um was like called me she was like so this is happening and i was like oh that's weird i'm really nice for those okay cool yes yeah. like, everybody uh, like, decided to turn on me the same day yeah and i was like okay what, what are you gonna do about it she's like well i already know this is stupid and there's obviously something happening and i she was like and so i talked to one person very long time she was like and person you kind of um here's the trick you t people need to be told what they want and they don't understand what they want so like if you're a salesperson you naturally can like change a conversation to what you want it to be that is brilliant yes that is brilliant so she did that and she like turned the conversation and got them to tell her that they were telling them to call and complain them. and she was like i knew it i knew it and that's why i got to the bottom of it so we brought him in and just basically she was ready to just to let him go and i just he knew the property really well so it was a benefit to keep him yes and I, I don't know, I could tell that he was just being, I don't know, it sounds cheesy, brainwashed or just confused. Yep. Um, and so I just kind of broke it down real simple. I'm like, look, you can either go or if you stay, I will overlook this and we will not discuss it again. But we are going to talk about it right now. And we are going to get to the bottom of why you were doing that. Um, and if you want to stay, let's do this. And I will completely Dude. like give you a second chance. I won't even think about it ever again, but you better be on board. And if you slip up, you, you got to know you're going. You yeah. know what I mean? And he was like, uh, I'll stay. We still keep in touch to this day. I love this. This is, this so is a ago. great I was story. 21 at that time. Girl, you're bad. I'm 33. 
33 now. You're yeah. only 33? Woo! Oh, oh my that. God. Don't say that to me. <laughs> You're only 33? I know. Jeez. I'm oh, I'm look at you. Okay, well, we're going to get into that. But Sorry. I love that story because that is, I'm going to keep touching on it because it's a running theme here of what an excellent leader you are. Because yes, most people, they'd be like, they were trying to plan a coup, off with their heads kind of thing. And you really looked at it logically. Like you said, you have that common sense, you know, and it seems like you're also very uh, grounded. You're not necessarily ruled by your emotions necessarily. Yeah. And uh, that is awesome. And the fact that it turned into what it turned into, yeah. obviously a lasting friendship. Yeah, exactly. And he's thankful. He became a management. He came management and has moved on and stuff. So it was really cool. Um, and and he'll never forget that. that either. No. And, you know, I never forget it. I know he probably never forget it. And I don't know. It was nice. That is nice. I love that. I, I would say I, that's why I, I do wish that I was a little bit less cynical now of people. Mm-hmm. I hate to say this, but I do say it to my boyfriend thinks I say this. He's like, you say this too often. I'm like, I hate people and I don't hate people. I just hate circumstances yes. often with certain people. Yes. And, yeah. And I think that also, again, you're only 33. Let me reiterate. <laughs> I'll be 37 this year. And I, Ooh, I am. <laughs> you don't look 37. Hey. Thank you. Hey, I'll take that. But, uh, I, I kind of find myself in the same kind of mindset, you know? I'm like, I feel like I've been around for a little while, and I'm just kind of like, okay, I know where this is going with this individual, right? Like, maybe before I would bite, and now I'm just like, get out of my face, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I'm with you, and yeah. I think also it's just, I don't know if it's just the state of the world nowadays or whatever, but That's I can understand, like, That's the truth. proceeding with caution. Yeah. Uh, so... Did you move from Florida back to Texas and then to Corpus? Or how did you end up in Corpus? Oh, man, I've been around. All right, so uh, <laughs> I was in Houston at that time, and they had asked me to move there and, and help out. So I was, you know, a good leasing agent. Um, and then, honestly, I hated Florida. They did not understand my humor. I don't know if it's because they were all, like, most of my customers or residents were from up north. North Florida? North Florida. Um, US? Like New York and stuff because like think about it everybody like goes down and retires down in oh, Florida oh I and didn't I even think Melbourne, about that which is like where the space shuttle is um, wow I've never even Florida. heard of Melbourne Florida <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, uh, think about this this where the space shuttle is uh, the area code uh, is 321 like the blast off okay that's cool <laughs> that's kind of cool that I is like cool that. I like that but I hated it <laughs> um, I hated living there it was so boring um, I just hated it i didn't last that long i moved back and probably i don't know i think i moved there the beginning of the year and moved back by december okay you gave Um, it a year yeah and i moved back to houston um i was really young i was 21 i didn't really have as many friends there that's what i was gonna say did you know anybody when you moved there i moved there um i had a boyfriend but Mm -hmm. he was on tour all the time he was like in a hardcore band Mm -hmm. and um literally would go on tour like every other month so i was always by myself yeah um which i was used to in a sense like here or like in houston if he was gone like who cares i'm just at home you know yeah but there i didn't know anyone Right. And they all thought, <laughs> this sounds so, like that I was like hood or something because of the jokes and the mannerisms. <laughs> and I was oh, just girl, like, you did grow up in H-Town. <laughs> I know. And I was just like, what? Y'all are crazy, you know? Like, um, so that was like really annoying. Like I would like have a joke or laugh and like people would say stuff in- inappropriately. Like, oh, that's, you sound like hood or ghetto. I'm like that. You don't even understand yeah. what that means. And yep. That's um. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So I was over it and mm-hmm. moved back, moved back to Houston, and I did property management up until 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, very recent. Yeah, very recent. And then I moved to Austin. Uh, took some time off to find myself. That's right, and that was right before because then you were doing the COO business mm-hmm. in 2019, right before the pandemic. Wow. Okay, so a lot of change in the in the past few years few years yeah, yeah. i kind of just like and that's my other little advice for anybody because people have said things like oh my god you're doing this i wish i could i'm like just if there's any advice ever just do it just do it just do it change whatever it is that you need to change yes. your career whatever it is you know yes. um so yeah I, I moved austin and that's when i had taken some time off from property management and just like what do i want to do um so I did and that good in the for summer. you for doing that because i'm truthfully me and a lot of people are terrified of mm-hmm. that oh i'm terrified change for me is not, i'm not good at change it, it takes me I a am long surprised time to hear that, i know considering right? i just have tortured myself over the past few years um but really 
you're going to get used to that change, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Worsen myself into it. But I do say I do try to push myself out of my comfort zone as often as I can. I admire that very much. As you get older, that's probably the best thing you could ever keep doing for yourself because we do get more settled in our ways as we get older. Definitely. Definitely learning that. Um, So yeah, I did that. Uh, That's when I was like, you know what? I love plants. Let me figure out what I can do with plants. And that's when I started plantinas and started doing interior scaping. Um, I met a lady named Betty and she had had an interior scaping business for 30 years and she basically let me have x amount of uh her her clients um wow to take over um because she was eventually going to be getting out of it and she needed so i just did contract work for her for a while and then i, I got my love own that and stuff. what a nice little transition for her oh yeah it was super wonderful for everybody um it actually started with her because um so interior scapers often for like all the office buildings they do all the decorating in those big offices mm-hmm. so they're the people who come in and decorate during the season for christmas so it started out just like that i was just going to help her with decorating which i mean come on getting paid to just go decorate like yeah. I literally put like my headphones in and just decorate have fun you know it's Christmas time mm-hmm. kind of it was Thanksgiving but you know yeah it's um, like seasonal decor exactly um anyway so I did that that's when I met did the desk plants thing um and then I had uh met my now boyfriend and we've been going back and forth from Houston to Austin, Houston. I mean, sorry, Austin to Corpus, Austin to Corpus, Austin to Corpus. Because he's based in Corpus. Yes. Okay. He's a dentist here. Okay, um, very good. Yeah, his dad and him have had a practice of 30 years. Um, so he's obviously not leaving Corpus. So even when we first started talking, I was just like, can I got to make sure, can I live in Corpus? Mm-hmm. Because he's not moving here and I'm not doing long distance forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this goes somewhere, I got to be you know, willing to move. Absolutely. And I mean, let's, I love Corpus, but it's exactly. not Houston and it's not Austin. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So exactly. for somebody who's never lived here and have lived in those bigger markets, it's good that you really mold it over. Yes. Uh, part of that is because, um, and the whole reason I even know him is because, um, and he's a little younger than me. Um, I like me. I, that's all good for you. Yeah, it keeps you young. That's my <laughs> other advice for y'all women. Date younger. I love this. You're <laughs> Not the too best. Much you are the best. Um, they do keep us young. Um, but um, my best friend lives in Portland and has, I met her technically in Victoria, um, where she grew up, but she moved to Portland when we were like 17 or so. And um, I used to, if she wasn't in Houston, I was in Portland Corpus. Wow. Um, yeah. When I was like 17, 18, 19, uh, before I ever moved up to Florida. Um, yeah. When, before I moved to Florida, she was supposed to move with me. She ended up having a baby and getting married mm-hmm. and all that. The so she didn't settle go down with thing. Me. <laughs> That's okay. Together. You hated Florida anyway. No, she's like three boys later now today. Oh, wow. She's a day older than me technically. And she has three boys, which is just so wild to me. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was because of her. Technically I came, would come down to Corpus all the time. I mean, it's so funny because my contractor was just talking about a house that was on Ocean Drive that used to have those giant, like, I don't know if it was like an elephant or like yep. a dinosaur. Yep. Do you remember? Those I do. Were a long time ago. Yes. And I was like, oh, I remember like being just a young, dumb, like, kid that also didn't drink or do anything. So what, what did we do? We were like stupid. You know, we went around and we were like taking photos. I guarantee I could find photos of me with those on are you serious i'm gonna find those please do she just brought that up yesterday dig them up we're doing an install uh, but i love it because it's so pure you know like you were not like causing trouble like you were having like fun yeah that's so good um i also uh i know him because i I have like layers of onion. I'm an onion here. Uh, I love I did. it. I bu- used to book hardcore shows in Houston when I was from 16 to like 18 or um, pretty much 19 years old. So that's how I got to know a lot of people around Texas. And the hardcore scene runs very deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know someone from the hardcore scene anywhere in like literally the world, there's like a chance that you're going to know other people. And so it's a so very hardcore family. scene meaning hardcore music. music. Yes. Okay. Like metal. Uh, sort of. Okay. Derived from okay. punk. Uh, hardcore more is derived from punk music. Okay. Um, punk is derived from ska music mm-hmm. and so on and so that's on. That's so cool that you know all that. <laughs> and so that's how we know each other is from that. I But it would have been a little creepy if I knew him back then because I would have been like 18 and he would have been like 14. So I definitely did not know him then. Right. And luckily he wasn't even, he was a ska kid. So he didn't know anything about hardcore at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, which ironically, his best friends like put on shows here in Corpus and I used to book their bands and, wow. and stuff. And so like, it's There's like a bunch of a little thing. ties. Yeah, here. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And I mean, I had kind of sort of creeped on him in the past years, but I like technically had been in a relationship, so I'm not going to go off and like, if you see somebody attractive, you're not going to like go 
we shouldn't go and follow that person like on Instagram or create, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, but then, you know, I had became single and just kind of like, yeah, follow button. Slid in, slid in. I slid in the DMs. Let's just say I did. Hey, whatever. If it's meant to be, it's yeah, meant to be. Honestly. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the reason why I knew I could like Corpus as well. And Corpus has changed so much in the past oh God, 15 years now. And you, so you have experienced Corpus from like way back when. Oh so yeah. So you, ha- you definitely know. And technically my whole, my family is, uh, we used to have an RV that were two RVs that we used to have set up, um, in Port Aransas. Um, cause we were like, you know, come down in the summer and stuff. Mm-hmm. They got destroyed during Harvey. Oh but, man. Um, but it was fun childhood thing. My grandpa lived in Port A. So I've always been down here. Um, so that's why I knew I could, make it down here or like it to learn to love it you know for um, sure and then yeah so i i do love corpus i love corpus so much it's so interesting to see how much in the past 15 years has changed um it's also super cool to see it changing right now yes like as we are sitting here Literally. speaking and it's a wonderful community and i truly believe that corpus is like such a hidden gem and i'm sort of glad that nobody everybody hasn't caught on to it same i'm so scared like stay away tech companies um, oh god yes because like i mean like all you need is like a tech company like catching wind of like something amazing like how amazing it is down here and affordable ish that it is it's getting less and less affordable yes but, it um, is <laughs> but that's comes to the dimes yep um and i'm like that's terrifying like think about if like tesla like didn't they do something down in like south padre area like down in the valley i don't know did they yeah and that's scary like st- get, go down there don't come up here yeah don't catch wind because yep. that's all we need i'm with you there <clears throat> but um yeah so the community here is like probably one of the best and perfect communities for local businesses in my opinion from houston to austin and so you definitely know because i've always been curious how bigger cities treat local shops and business owners and that kind of thing depends on the city uh i think houston i mean houston's not as big on small shop businesses like that i mean they're good but uh, and they will do but you're still going to pay the price to be a small business there Mm -hmm. um austin no shade but they like to pretend like they're just super into small and local businesses and stuff like that but um i mean there are a lot of small plant shops in austin um which is Part of the reason why when I opened it here is kind of wild that there isn't a plant like a boutique plant shop here. Yep. Like a true shop, yep. um, not just a, you know, a place that has some plants mm-hmm. or, you know, our nurseries are wonderful nurseries yes. that we have here, which I do love them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on like the I if people probably hear me on a daily speak about turners and speak about gills and point them in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all three of us have a great relationship. I love that. We I mean, and I have made that a point to make sure that you know i'm not here to like there's enough room for all of us here there really is and as we grow there might be room for another plant shop Mm -hmm. um and realistically that is probably going to happen probably not going to happen for a few more years five ten years before we actually have that room yet yep um but no i I think you definitely (laughs) showed people what was possible (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) what was possible and i mean you were saying it's so cool to see how corpus is changing in real time but i mean you are contributing to that i know you opened up in october 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 okay of 2021 i mean and the people were just beside themselves excited for your shop to open i I mean it's incredible it's been very rewarding uh the community has been so so like welcoming i feel more support than i ever did with like desk plants as a local business um wow like way more honestly i mean i i hate that you didn't feel more support then but Mm -hmm. i love that you are feeling the amount of support now overwhelming here in a great way um and as people find out about the store is better and better i mean there's still a lot of people that have don't know about me no my mom didn't know until i told until i took took a plant home yeah i got my for anybody listening this is a great (laughs) place mother's day is coming up so if your mom likes plants come get a plant um, I got one for my mom for her birthday. Loved it. And that thing is thriving. So we can do easy care. Like where you give, you're not going to give anybody like full responsibility. I mean, you literally have zero responsibility. Like, just don't forget about it. Like once a month at least. You yes. Know? You're, yes. You're the best. We got those. Oh, we got some extreme ones for the plant lovers, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I know I take a lot of pride in it. Um, I'm very thankful that I was able to open up when I did. I do feel like I got in at the perfect timing. Uh, because if, I kind of did feel like if I didn't do it right when I did it, 
either someone else was going to beat me because like come on every city in texas has like a of any size city has a plant shop i mean i don't think i realize that austin has like four to five if not more Mm -hmm. um houston now has like three to four plus if not more and there's like a cool one that just opened up in katie that's like in houston um Mm -hmm. that's like only rare plants and like i'm like girl get it dang that's like i mean i got a little baby shelf of rare plants up there (laughs) (laughs) but um you know uh, i mean like wimberley new Braunfels, like small uh, san marcus like all these smaller cities already have one i Mm -hmm. mean fort worth has multiple or dallas fort worth area has like multiple um, San Antonio has a few. Honestly, I, it didn't even occur to me until you opened, you know, because people, I mean, you know, you think about the locally owned nurseries and then you think like, oh, if I go to uh, Lowe's, I can find whatever I need, exactly. you know, and, and, and until I walked into the shop, I didn't realize that we were lacking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have had some weird, a couple, right when I first opened up, I had some weird, weird responses from a handful of people. Mm-hmm. It was an older clientele this is kind of bizarre i'm just gonna share this experience because it was just like what uh so i did have somebody like an older lady uh come in and i was just like as i normally would hey like welcome in you know are you looking for anything special something you know and um like she literally stopped in the doorway and was just looking around and was like i just wanted to see um why you thought this was a good idea and i was just like um wow i literally was at a loss for words i really don't know what to say because i wasn't and i've never really had i've always had the opposite experience when you walk in like whoa or Mm -hmm. like overwhelming like energy (laughs) well yeah because that's most people's honest reaction she came in with a chip on her her shoulder oh yeah and there was like somebody trying to walk in right behind her which was really funny because i had to be like oh can you kind of like move out of the way and then i just looked around and i was just like ah looks like it's working to me like i didn't know what to say and that's all the only thing i said back to her Good for you and then the second time it happened i was literally telling my landlord and my boyfriend's mom who was here just hanging out with me i was like man this is so weird i keep having like weird little comments made from certain demographic of people and um and they were like no really no honestly i'm surprised i'm yeah and then while they were sitting there somebody walked in and did the exact same thing in front of them and i just was like I finally I was like, oh, you know, I took it a different way as best as I could. And I just said, you know what? I was like, because it was just so bizarre to me that we were the only major city in Texas and we didn't have one. And she was like, oh, okay. And like, they were just like, what just happened? I was like, I'm telling you, it's weird. But other than that. But good for you for flipping the script, right? I mean, like, what can I do? Like, I mean, I don't know if you don't, I mean, you're going through something bad. Exactly. If you can come in here and be unhappy. So exactly. You know, maybe I, maybe you need a hug. Maybe I should have hugged her. I don't know. <laughs> but um, no, but you, I think brought a point to light that she probably didn't even consider. Because yeah. then once you said it, she was like, okay, you're right. And I get it. Like, um. You know, it's just something of a bizarre concept, even though, um, is it? It's not. Uh, yeah, mom, bizarre to is. like an older person, maybe that like didn't understand, like you just go to nurseries or something. Um, hmm. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. you know, um, my whole goal here really is to make people feel comfortable in their plant buying decision. Thank Plants, you for bringing this up and, they're, and they're tell me cheap. more. They're, uh, plants are not cheap. They're an investment. If anything, they've gone up so much, even in the past like seven, eight years that I've been planting, being a little plant person. Heck, thankfully they were a lot cheaper back when I started because I was killing everything in the beginning. <sighs> everything. Hey, we're all plant killers. That's, that's what I am thing. so scared of. That's why I hold back from buying plants as much as I want to because I am terrified of killing them. Completely understandable. I do have to, you know, always try to explain that we're all plant killers. I'm still a plant killer to this day. Um, It's part of the process. I think it's a big part of um, understanding like how to take care of something, learning, as long as you kind of learn from what you did. That. I mean, I had a brand new species of plant that's in here. Um, It's one of the Geogonanthus and it's very cool looking and there's nothing, it literally just came out there's nothing on like how to take care of it you google it there's nothing so i mean like it's out it's new right yeah i mean you can't even fall back on google now exactly like i was like looking 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 like because people are like how do you take care of it i don't know let's look it up and um because there's plants that i've never taken care of of course because to be honest i am a um I'm a depriver when it, I, there's two different terms that I call plant people. You're either the over lover. That means you're love to water, like over water in your plants or you're the depriver, the person that always forgets about your plants. Mm-hmm. I'm the depriver. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's a good thing to be a depriver over and over lover um and i'm always trying to convince people like just leave them alone i literally want to make a shirt that says do less <laughs> just do less <laughs> that's actually pretty smart i mean like i have to because it's funny because even my boyfriend will be in here and he'll listen. Somebody will come in and be like, okay, I was doing this. I was doing this with this. And I was doing this with this. And like giving me like 30 routes of what they've done to this plant in the past week. And I'm like, he's like, you don't do any of that. I'm like, no, <laughs> they get touched once a week. Yep. So my rule at my house is you get one day a week for every plant in my house. I have a lot, I have a lot. Some are ugly. Some are wonderful. <laughs> They're all wonderful, but some are prettier than others. Right. Um, but you get once a week. And if you can't survive with once a week care, then you're just not going to make it at my house. Mm -hmm. So, but I also know my limits and I know what plants to pick for that. Yes. Obviously. Why I do what I do. Exactly. But so I took that plant home, for instance, the, the new plant, because I had to be like, well, let's figure out what to do or what not to do. Mm -hmm. I did quickly learn what not to do. Oh, wow. And it's not going to make it at my house. I'm going to have to give it away because he wants way too much attention. Mm -hmm. He wants to be watered, you know, two days earlier. He wants to be watered probably about every five days. Not going to happen at yeah. my house. He didn't like the window I had him in. Not going to happen. Like, so he's going to get given away. But at least that's part of the process. Exactly. So even like with Bryce, who is the guy that works with me, you got to meet him. Mm -hmm. The best ever. He, um, you know, he's. So he became somewhat plant person during COVID. So he's very, he just started. Um, so I give him a plant all the time. So every time we have a shipment, I'm like, I see him eyeballing something or whatever. I start kind of just like plotting out like, so what do you think of this? And so, but I, I let him take home something all the time because I also don't want him to have the fear of killing it all the time yes. based on like him having to pay for it. That's nice. Because the best advice is when you can say, all right, so this is kind of what the care is supposed to be, but this is what worked for me. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, like realistically, what's Yeah, realistically, yeah. Like realistically. Because plant care is actually pretty broad. And like most of the time, if you buy a plant from Lowe's, they're going to say stuff like, I like low light. No, they don't. There's not a single oh plant out there that gosh. likes low light. Oh so my don't gosh. listen to it. Yes, there are plants the that can survive, but they don't like it. So don't put I just feel like plants in low light. Don't put your plants and your, your snake plants and your ZZs in no light or low light, people. If you do, just know water less or like you do things differently. Okay. Um, so that's where I come in in helping people pick out the right plants for their place. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like normally, for instance, I just had a lady, this Bryce was just texting me. We had a giant ficus lorata, fiddle leaf fig um, that was over in the corner. Very expensive plant. 300 something dollar plant. Mm -hmm. Very expensive. Yes. Um, and he was texting me. He's like, hey, I just sold the the big ficus. And I was like, wait, that's wonderful. Thank you. Wait, where is she going to put it? That was like my first question. <laughs> I wasn't here. And he was like, no, she said she has this, this, and this kind of lighting. And I've even trained him to be like that. Like, I mean, yes. I'll sell you the plant if you just have to have it. But yes. my goal is be like, hey, that's not going to work in that area. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't buy that. If you do, by all means, just know it's probably not going to make it. Yes. You know? No, I think that's good to prepare your, I mean, because it's a living organism that they're taking home. You know, exactly. it's a beautiful living organism, but it's living exactly and i like to be able to be like if you just message me on instagram i will respond and i'll help you like please let me know at least before it's like gone gone and yes. we can normally bring it back um so i just say if it starts turning sour it starts looking a little weird just message me and i'm gonna ask you a few questions and we'll get to the bottom of it together you yes know? so well that's helpful that. that you're willing to help with aftercare yeah support line <laughs> yes for sure well and then i so not only are you providing like really unique plants and just beautiful plants but you're also you had a workshop in february mm -hmm. um, that was like a couple's planting workshop and i think that there's plans to have more in the future is yes. that right yes there um i really wish i could do more which i was trying to hire someone that could come in and help me with them because i've been asked to do a lot more even some private ones um they take up a lot of time and my yes. store is really small. I mean, what is it, like a couple hours or something at least? Minimum. I mean, I think like between setup, because what we do is we use these tables. They all have plans on them. Yeah, that is hard. Um, and so my original place was going to be a little larger than this. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, there's not obviously a lot of stuff available here. And I got very lucky with this spot because I know the landlord. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you, this spot is prime. It's so good. And yes. So I We're just talking about the village, by the way, <laughs> for anybody that's listening and hasn't been here yet the village it's wonderful um and so i just took what i could get you know um so i'm trying to get to the point we're doing them once a month um 
but that is a lot of work. It's a lot of, it is, it seems like it's not, but it is. No, it, it's I mean, a lot. It's probably like a good 10 to 12 hours total between planning and getting it set up and doing it and then breakdown and everything, which doesn't seem like a lot, but from a, when you're a small business owner and it's just me and now Bryce, and he, luckily he's really taking off here at the store and he knows how to take care of everything now. But for a long time, it was, I wasn't able to leave him home, leave right. him here home, <laughs> leave him here by himself, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, so it, it was just a lot. Uh, and I do a lot of interior scaping, which I'm not going to lie. I love more than anything. Like so I did the workshop the one time I would love to do it more often. Um, but I got to make sure I have the right team on board. I, get I just want to make sure I do it the right way for people. For sure. Well, and I also, you know, want to touch on the, uh, I want, I almost said zero scaping interior, mm -hmm. interior, say in it. Interior scaping. Interior scaping. <laughs> uh, because it really, you get to be just with yourself kind of, you know, in the zone, not necessarily having to interact with people. It's just yeah. you and the plants and the, the decor. Nice. I, I, I can appreciate that. Okay. So if anybody, and, and so typically interior scaping is aimed toward businesses or offices mm -hmm. or that kind of thing. If homes, I do, like I'm working on Oh, you on will a do home. it in a home. Okay. I'm working on like a home right now in um, the um, golf, I mean the um, country club area. Okay. A really nice little home. Wow. remodeled and she wants to do a bunch of stuff. So oh my gosh. Working on, that's fun. I, I do love when a client like lets me do what... I, like I want to do yes um, well you have the eye for it I do and so I every time I do a bid I do like the straightforward bid and then I give them like a fun project that I actually want to do yeah I would say 50% of the time they accept it and it's so fun like, hey I'm not gonna like bust just accepted one of my fun <gasps> projects and I was and, and I just congratulations super cool yes. I might have seen the wall but I, I just did. added more wall, I added see the wall. more to it yesterday and we just put in some big plants out there um so I love when somebody gives me that freedom because I'm like yes just trust me exactly trust me it'll be it's gonna work it's gonna look great i promise yes and and honestly someone like me who doesn't necessarily have that kind of touch that's what i want in somebody that i'm bringing on to do it you know yeah. like what, what's your plan okay yes <laughs> execute it i trust you exactly uh, so how do people get in touch with you if they're interested in interior scaping um so you can either email me um i have the email on my website where it says you know interior scaping just email me at the help at planted cz tx.com mm -hmm. um or my number's on there. They can call me from, you know, the Google number that's on there um, and set something up or come by. I'll have a lot of people that come by Instagram messages. Um, I'm pretty sure. I think about 50%. A lot of people message me on Instagram. Okay. I've had a lot of people, especially since I posted that thing about buzz, people were like, what? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I've done things where I've just gone and treated. Uh, well, I went to repot a plant at like the one, like an office in the hospital because they bought like just a big pot and they already had a plant. So I went and repotted it because it was looking sad. Well, I got there and I was like, well, I'm going to repot this for you, but it has pests. And that's the reason why it's sad. Oh, wow. So I'm like, I'll come by and do a treatment plan and, and do that. But okay, so so that too. Mm -hmm. So it does that's not necessarily interior scaping though, right? Sort of. I mean, like, because they have the option if I do come in and e either install a plant, like I'll give them a maintenance program. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, it'll be this much. A month I love to that. Take care of it. That's so smart. Um, I'm not super wanting to do those. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of for my time at the moment. It's not as much reward versus like the risk of like taking away time from something else I'm doing. Yes. Um, which is mainly the store. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm, like I said, I have Bryce and he's literally wonderful. Um, and so he's given me a lot more being able to have more freedom to get more stuff done outside of here, which is why I've been taking on more and more projects. I'm so glad. Me too. Yeah. I mean, that's just your business growing. And I mean, what's it been? Seven months? Literally. Yeah. Uh, six months as of the 9th of April. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. You've been open half a year. Six months. <laughs> I know. I was like geeking out. Like every time somebody came in on my six month day and I was like, you know, I just been open six months today. And they were just like, okay. No, I mean, that, that's major. And I mean, it's already changed so much. I mean, like I said, I, I came in January, so it was really only halfway through. So around the three month mark. Um, but I mean, people are just shouting your praises. I mean, left and right. I mean, Good. you know, from the plants that they're getting from here to your knowledge. I mean, when I got the plant from my mom, you were like, okay, let me check this out. Like you rub the leaves down. You're like, okay, these leaves are a little whatever. Let me take care of them. I mean, you handled that plant with care and really informed me of how to take care of it. I mean, I felt equipped. Yeah, sometimes like people are like walking away and they didn't ask anything about the care. Or they just kind of like, 
came in, got the plant, about to buy it. So I'm like, um, as they're walking away, I'm like, so you want to do this, 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 and this? <laughs> like, as they walk away really fast. Cause I'm like, you're like uh, following them to their car. Literally like, Hey, uh, so where do you want to put that? <laughs> and they're like, uh, what is this lady doing? I'm like, want to send me a picture when you get home when, yeah. when it's in its place? And they're like, what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I'm not. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I do, I care a lot and I don't know if this is like just part of like my character, but, um, like I won't sell somebody a sick plant. Mm -hmm. Um, I do take a lot of pride. Like there, there are plants. It's inevitable for a plant to get a pest. Like it just is part of being a plant owner. So my goal is to one, um, teach you how to prevent a lot of them from like the most common ones that get like certain plants are more prone to getting certain plant, uh, pest. Um, so I'll, you know, I'm always like trying to push that, like how to take care of it and to be preventing. Um, but I mean, it's inevitable. Like there may be a plant out there that has a pest on it and I just hadn't caught it yet, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but if it comes up to the register and Bryce knows this, like I'm training him on seeing pest cause it only takes once or twice of you being like totally scarred by like a spider mites or mealy bugs and things like that before like you have an eye, like I could probably look over and be like, what and I can see it from here you know what I mean because yeah. for all of you I just had a very distinct look and I looked across the room not just kidding <laughs> um but um um so I'm teaching him to be like hey like I, I'm not gonna sell you this plant like I'm sorry I know you probably got attached to this one it spoke to you but yep. uh this this is not a plant that I want you to take home um so I really my goal is to set people up for success um mm -hmm. which is a lot different of that is why I am different than um, you know, if you buy a plant from Lowe's and Home Depot or even our local nurseries, um, and that's not shade to them. It's that's what I'm providing. That's different. You yes. know what I mean? And yes. why you want to shop here with me is that, you know, you're going to get a quality product. You know that I'm, ta I've been taking care of it a certain way. Um, where, I mean, I'm, I get traumatized every single time I'm at Lowe's or Home Depot. I literally like walk around, I'm, like pouring water out of like pots. Oh and my like, gosh. Just stress me out. Yeah. You like, know? come on people. And I'm not, I mean, buy plants from anywhere. I'm really happy that if you buy a plant at all from anywhere, um, please shop local if you yes, can. Please yes. don't shop at Lowe's and Home Depot if you can. And yes. please, you know, stick to the, the Turners, the Gills, the me, um, planted me. Um, um, but, you know, um, if you're going to buy the plant from there, like you probably just need to be a little bit more knowledgeable. Or if you ever buy a plant from Lowe's or Home Depot, just get it on the day they get there. Just don't oh, buy it smart. if it's been there yeah. at all. Because, you know, before I owned the shop, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There'd be times where I would buy a plant from Lowe's and Home Depot. Mm -hmm. um, but I also know when a plant is like there's something wrong with it if it has a pest been yep. overwatered underwatered things like that so i know how to pick the right plant if i'm gonna buy from those places um and even like there was like a plant that was really cool just the other day i saw when i was picking up something um and i like sent it to bryce here or i actually sent it to my friend laura and bryce and i was like hey like this is a good deal on this if you want to go pick that up you know mm -hmm. um like i'm not i mean every once in a while you gotta gotta take the deal i get it yes but also know that it's ironic because um you're probably gonna have pest mm -hmm. um and you're probably gonna take home a problem that you have to deal with later on and i only say that because it backfires on me every single time mm -hmm. i buy a plant from one of those places and i get so many messages from people and they're like i'm like where'd you get that yep. and they're like mm -hmm. and i was like sounds about right <laughs> yeah well i mean because it's all very you know mass accumulated big box kind of thing i mean the quality control just isn't there necessarily yeah, they, for, the, for nursery they, items they don't take you know there's not someone there that knows what they're doing to take care of plants i just water everything on the same like all the time yep. there's out there just watering yep. um which is you know part of the process and 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 to be honest, like plants for those places aren't their bread and butter. It's That's literally right. like a way for them to. So That's as right. a business, like you're always trying to get your average daily, uh, like your average uh, sale to go up. Right. So mm -hmm. like you may have like a $50 average sale. The goal would be to get it higher than 50. Right. So that's why you find all those little weird knickknacks at the, at the checkouts. Right. Just yep. to get it to that extra like five, 10 bucks, mm -hmm. which is essentially what plants are for them. Cause obviously literally the price that they pay it's a bad market the, the, and i don't like to show like shade on costa farms because they're own like 90 percent of the market with mm -hmm. with wholesale plants but it's one of those like really terrible situations where they big box stores convince small nurseries to only sell to them yes 
I've heard of this. And then, you know, they're buying, 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 and then someone else is going to give it to them for 50 cents less. And so they stop buying yep. and then who they can't afford it. And so who comes in? Costa Farms. They come in to buy it out. It's like a whole cycle. As It's the typical American dream, right? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like typical of what's going to happen. Yep. Um, and um, so to them, it's nothing. They're just shipping out tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff. And, exactly. And, and it's, it's kind of weird. So that's why I say like, if you can buy from buy from the locals you know yes keep us all going you know and i thought about even um because i do wait till they after they purchase my plant from my store before i tell them <laughs> <laughs> like high key low key whatever You're hilarious. but i will tell them like because i have a lot we have a lot of people down here that are not from corpus and yep. they'll come in and visit um and but they'll be like oh my god i this is so amazing i'm like where, where are you from you know and they're like oh i'm from Fort Worth and I'm like or Dallas I'm like oh my god have you after they buy something have you heard of this plant <laughs> shop up there you know it's called this or it's called grow or it's this and they're like what no and so like my goal is I want all these small plant shops to stay in business yes um as much as we can all over you know so I'm actually thinking of doing like just a simple highlight even like once a week on a Texas I love that like local plant shops and then I'll branch out to other states and stuff like that because there's so many out there and I do have so many people that come in from other cities and people even in austin will come in and like and i'm like do you know about this one this and this and this and this one have you been to them and they're mm -hmm. like no and i'm like go please yeah like where are you buying your plans from yeah exactly or i guess they decide to come see you which, which is a great yeah, thing which is great yeah yeah tina i just think you're incredible your shop is incredible thank you so much for deciding to open it up here because i mean you really could have opened it up anywhere yeah. and the fact that you chose to bring it here means from this Corpus Christi born and raised girl, it means oh. the world to me. Um, thank you for, you know, being so open to like letting people come in even with no knowledge of plants and like still, you know, not shunning them kind of thing. Cause that's important that this be a safe space for it's people like that. And uh, I just can't wait to continue to see your business to thrive. So thank you oh. so much for being with me tonight. Thank you so much for having me. It means a lot.